hope you're tucked in. Cause you are now in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of In Bed with Dr. Sue. Thank you for listening in. Financial domination just can't seem to stay out of the headlines these days. Which is funny, considering it didn't even have a name until the advent of the internet, basically. So just what is financial domination anyway? Basically, it's dominant men and women who entice and seduce money from submissive men and women. That's about as broad as I can make it. Now, to be fair, there are not a lot of female submissive financial slaves. Not to say that there are none, there are. And there are not a lot of male financial doms. It's primarily submissive men and dominant women. Now, you can look at this and think... Isn't this just gold digging or being a sugar baby? And the answer to that is kinda. It's basically taking the sugar baby idea of a woman being kept financially by a man and putting a DNS spin on it. So instead of the male running the show and telling the sugar baby how much she's going to get and, you know, like what he's going to provide for her and then just using her for sex... It's a woman telling a man to pay up, and maybe if he's real lucky, he might get to see some cleavage. That's a rather crude way of putting it, though. You see, to some male submissive minds, the idea of a sexy woman using her feminine power against him by exploiting his kinks in order to take his money is intensely erotic. When you add to that the anonymity of the internet, you have what I consider to be the perfect sexy storm of people finally being able to explore a side of themselves that they couldn't previously. In this episode of In Bed with Dr. Sue, I'm lucky enough to be able to get one of those gentlemen to sit down and talk to me about why he enjoys this type of relationship. News organizations tend to present this topic in a female predatory way, sort of focusing on the dominatrix and how evil she is and how she preys on men and portraying the men involved as being victims in a way. And nothing could be farther from the truth. As you'll hear from this interview with Paul, a financial domination slave, a point of view rarely heard from, as the men involved in this particular kink tend to remain anonymous for obvious reasons. I'm presenting my chat with Paul to you in two parts. After we did the initial interview, Paul felt there was more that he wanted to discuss on the subject of financial domination, and so instead of trying to edit the second conversation in with the first, I felt it was better to leave it the way it was recorded. So let's explore the world of financial domination with an actual money slave. This is my chat with Paul. Okay, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today and, of course, introduce my guest today, Paul. He is a 32-year-old online entrepreneur who is very much into financial domination. So thank you, Paul, for being with us and sharing your viewpoint on this subject. That's fine. And thank you, Dr. Sue, for having me. And, um, yeah, I hope us talking will be, you know, shed some light on this (laughs) for people who are interested, you know. Well, the thing is, everyone tends to lean towards 
let's talk to the dom. Like, what's the woman behind the whole thing? No one ever talks to the person who, you know, there wouldn't be her if it wasn't for you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that comes from, obviously, there's a stigma. People don't really understand financial domination on a good day. They think anyone who is doing it has got to be crazy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's why it's hard for men who are into it because it's not like it's something you go down to the pub and talk over a beer and discuss, you know, this is this is what I did yeah. today. This is how much money I lost. How about you? Exactly. It just doesn't work that way. It really doesn't, no. <laughs> so when did, you, when did you trip into it? Like, how did you find financial domination in the first place? Yeah, it's kind of like a – it's kind of like com- it's complicated. I know cause it's kind of like in context because now it's like financial domination is such a big thing online. It's like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Especially on something like Twitter, you literally find so many financial doms. It's just like commonplace. But going back, like I don't know, about four or five years ago, I don't think it was as popular um, online. Anyway, it didn't have so much profile, so it was more difficult. It wasn't just like now where you could just talk to a dom and then just you know, it wasn't that instant thing. So um, yeah, get, uh, it's difficult really to say. Um, just like, how did you even find anyone who did it? Did you realize that you were submissive? Was it? Yeah, just you were. Um, I get, tri- did you trip over it? Like, was it something you went, "Oh, what's that?" Yeah, it kind of, yeah, it's kind of a combination of all those things, really. Um, I guess I've always been submissive to to a degree, but never like I never really did anything about it. Like in relationships, I wasn't really submissive either. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout my twenties. So it wasn't like something like I, I'd had a lot of experience being a sub or even like met a mistress or anything like that in real life. Um, but yeah, I guess I was submissive. Um, I got into, I actually read a book. It was actually given to me by an ex-girlfriend, actually. I don't know if it's Venus in Furs. It's like a classic mm-hmm. of the genre, isn't it? Of like, Very much. And so I kind of read that because I read a lot. I'm into literature a lot. And um, yeah, I kind of, I was fascinated by that. And I guess, that kind of led me into, so I saw looking online and you know, female domination, things like that. So I, I kind of, I kind of enjoy those things anyway. And mm-hmm. and so financial domination was kind of a part of that, I guess. Um, yeah. So it was almost like it wasn't anything deliberate. It was more sort of like you said, more accidentally sort of getting into it, I guess. Yeah. Later on. So did, was it online though that you found it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was online. This was this was about four or five years ago. So things like the clip stores are just sort of getting up and running, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and there was like financial doms there. Not as many as there are now, but there are quite a few, and it just seemed kind of interesting. And uh, yeah, so I kind of got into it from that angle, really. So yeah. so it was basically you got into female domination, yeah, yeah. and then you just tripped over someone who's doing it and went, oh, what's financial domination, yeah. and then read about it. So when you when you look at that for the first time and you go, financial domination, what yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> did it strike a chord? It, yeah. It, uh, yeah. It's, like I said, it's very difficult to explain these things, but it's like an mm-hmm. emotional connection, isn't it? You just get that sort of feeling. Yeah. And um, Yeah, and I guess, I, I suppose maybe it might be easier to explain um the woman who actually ended up serving this was about four years ago now and i served her for about three maybe years or more which is quite a long time in kind of online mm-hmm. things because usually it's kind it of is. like um yeah, it is yeah um, i know some people do longer i know that's fine but usually it's kind of you know you get sort of they call them fly by nights don't they? you know kind of it's not usually like a long-term thing so it's kind of like a big commitment and um yeah i got talking to her first of all she was like an online, she had her own websites and she was like into domination, like uh, female domination, but she also did panty selling and, on, you know, and um, all sorts of things like that and custom videos, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of aspect. And she was a very, I'm not going to say who she was, 
although she's not actually around anymore, she's she's like kind of retired from the scene. But she was mm-hmm. very popular. She had her own blogs and stuff like that. And so I got into it through kind of through her as well, because I knew. Was she a UK mystery? Yeah, she was. Yeah, okay. she did. She she was she had like like an alter ego. She did like she was not she was a UK mm-hmm. mistress, and she also did this panty selling videos, kind of this big thing as well, which is kind of more popular mm-hmm. for her actually. But she did this other, you know, kind of. So there's like two sort of things, and I was sort of interested in that. So because because of her really, um, yeah. So I had a connection with her for like a few, number of years, and then I kind of stumbled into. I thought this is interesting, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, she, she was kind of like a big part of it, I guess kind of pushing me in that direction, maybe. Um, so she was the first, she was your first online dom that you served. Yeah, d- yeah. But she wasn't specifically doing financial domination, so she wasn't a financial dom, no. she was just a dom. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. First, she, she was more like, yeah, she just did domination and things like setting mm-hmm. tasks and things like that. Um, right. But she did, she did do some, dom, you know, financial domination, but it wasn't like a big thing for her, it wasn't like a main, you know, um, form of income or anything like that. It was mainly sort of like her online sales and also, yeah, like domination. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that helps because I had like a connection with her over a number of years and I kind of thought she was great and thought she was, you know, I put her up on this pedestal and thought she was magnificent. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of felt more natural to then serve, I guess, to serve her rather than something being very instant and, then, you know, like, like it is now. So maybe that helps as well. It was like more like a longer sort of build up, I guess. Um, and I think, you know, I think that needs to be a very big point that we make. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of women who start out in this business who feel that by throwing up a blog, and people have heard me say this yeah. a thousand times, they throw up a blog, they throw up, you know, a couple of pay buttons and expect all this money to come pouring in. Yeah. And <laughs> or, or I've, I've actually been working with a couple of new I call them little baby doms because they're not, they're just fledgling (laughs) and teaching them the ropes and teaching them things. And it's, it's surprising to me how many have the mindset of you pick up the phone, you talk to this person and you demand money instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Before you even talk to me, you better send me a hundred quid or whatever. Right. And it's like, um, (laughs) No, that, that, that doesn't they work. don't understand yeah. that that build-up is important. Is. That relationship is important. Definitely, yeah. And there, but you're right. There's a lot of very insta, and some of the girls call them insta dogs, yeah. where they just jump online and demand money and go with the whole brat sort of yeah. um, <laughs> persona. Yeah, like the the high school cheerleader you can't get. Yeah, so just yeah. give me the money, bitch. I've seen them. Yeah. And, yeah. And to me, I think, although I'm sure that they make good money and I'm sure that, you know, they serve a niche somehow, true financial domination to me is seduction. It's seducing the money from that person. It is, definitely. Anybody can walk up and go, give me a hundred bucks. I mean, you could go downtown and, you know, find a homeless person. I'm sure would probably appreciate it more. Like, that to me is financial domination. That to me is panhandling. Mm. And there's women who will argue that point with me, and they have every right, and that's that's cool. That's their opinion. This is just my opinion. Mm. I think more men like it to be pulled from them yeah to be manipulated that's, and to to have your mind screwed with that's a, that's a, am i right yeah, that's a really good point actually that's that's like a massive part of it for me anyway it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of the manipulation part 
it's very much psychological as well and kind of the tease element that's all sort of that's all part of it that's what makes it, rather than just being instant like you say give me some money you don't even know you don't know this person it's literally just exactly just, why would i give you money yeah. to me it just doesn't make good business sense no and I, and I know that they're probably not getting into it and looking at it as a business. They're looking at it maybe as a one-off to try and yeah. make some money for something or yeah. whatever. And that, like I said, that's fine. I'm not yeah. saying that they're wrong in doing it. And obviously some guys get off on yeah. that. But I think the majority of men who love true financial domination want that connection. They want to feel that when they wake up in the morning, she is your entire world, just like you had with your dog. Definitely, right? yeah. I mean, that, that was exactly what it was. I mean, it was like, it wouldn't have lasted as long otherwise. If it had just been like an instant thing, you know, obviously, it was like it was like a big thing. It's like, it, it takes over, it can't, you could say it takes over your life, not in a bad way, but in like, um, she comes the focus of your life, basically. And in a way, it can be really freeing because you kind of lose a lot of stuff. You get hung up about other things, you know, other worries exactly. and stresses. Suddenly, it's like not important in that, you know, in that regards so it can be like a good thing as well in the way you know okay so your dom retires or you break away from her yeah, yeah and now you find financial domination is this with a new dom or are you just kind of looking at it at this point and going what is this it's, yeah it's a good question actually yeah i mean she decided to retire which is fine cause she's been doing it for eight or nine years online so it's like a long time mm-hmm. you know she's got her own mm-hmm. life and she's gonna get married and stuff like that so that's fine you know it kind of works both ways you know it's, you have to be understanding that the other person's got like another life a personal life you know that, that mm-hmm. you know that, that some people don't understand that <laughs> you know yeah. you'll get some very demanding sort of subs who think you know uh, you know she well it's <laughs> all about them yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of just really selfish but um yeah i guess so afterwards just you're saying like the state of mind afterwards um well like it went okay so she's now out of the picture yeah and that's when you tripped over financial domination as a thing because prior to that you were serving her but you didn't realize it wasn't uh, no. real financial domination no, well yeah no it was it was when i was actually serving her for real properly this i you know like i said i've been talking to her and you know having this conversation with her for years but when i actually began serving her that was that was a kind of financial you know that's what it was she became okay. yeah a financial dom i mean we had like weekly payments set up you know uh, um okay. i paid her like you know gifts so yeah it was it was very much it became that it became yeah okay. it became very much the financial side as, as more time went on you know which is kind of natural i guess um because she probably enjoyed it <laughs> well but in, if most men with financial domination it comes hand in hand with many other things. Yeah, that's right. For example, you know, one guy into financial domination may, for example, be into being a sissy. Yeah, yeah. Or be into pantyhose yeah. or feet or, I mean, it's endless, yeah, but yeah. it usually does go hand in hand with that. That's true. So yeah. what were you getting from her? Well, this is, this is, I guess this may be where it started from, the germ of it. I don't know. Um, yeah, when, when I used to buy like sort of underwear from her and things like this or videos, I remember I used to actually... I used to kind of get turned on by the idea of paying her for the items and not just paying her, but her, uh, you know, her taking my money. So that was kind mm-hmm. of like an initial thing where I thought this is kind of, you know, that's what kind of made the trigger. I thought this is like a, a turn on in itself. And and so you kind of think about her, you know, enjoying the money and spending whatever, you know, things like that. And I used to look, kind of like it when she used to send me payment requests for items, do you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I guess that was the start of it. Um, and so that sort of carried on then. So she sort of, she took that, she took that, and when she, when it was actually official, like I was serving her, um, that became a part of it still, 
you know, buying the, buying the underwear and stuff like that, or doing videos for me. But then that became part of the financial domination where she would charge me sort of a lot more for the items or a lot more for the videos. And so that would be sort mm-hmm. of part of the fetish as well. So it, it became, it started off from that initial fetish and then it kind of carried on into financial domination where she would use those as well because she, she knew what sort of I was into. So she just mm-hmm. kind of used those in a way to um, <laughs> to add to the financial domination side. So she would, you know, so yeah, I guess... I was never into city play or anything like that, but it was mainly, like I said, it was just the initial fetish, and she kind of took that and ran with it, ran with it, you know. Um, if that makes sense. So obviously <laughs> you're a panty guy. What else were you into? Yeah, um, she used to sell kind of all sorts of bras, so tights, shoes, um, but also I kind of liked that like kind of um, you know sort of domination, sort of like verbal humiliation, domination, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So she did that as well. So it was, it was those kind of things really. Um, uh, you know, in terms of the other passages I can think of. Well, there. I mean, and and I think a lot of the interest lately is to do with financial domination. As far as a lot of websites picking it up and, and getting requests for interviews all the time, yeah. is there is a congressman who in the United States who was again caught. I guess he enjoyed the whole feminization, all right, okay, sort of thing. And again, this so he was found out and the photos were leaked. Oh, God. And, yeah. And so this is what stirred up this reinterest in financial domination recently. Okay. So that's, and I think people don't understand that because they would be like, well, what what does financial domination have to do with some guy getting dressed up as a woman? That doesn't even make sense to me. No, it has to do with the humiliation aspect of it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And they think, and again, this whole, all the spotlight being on this yeah. is again created even more women thinking, well, hey, <laughs> she can do it, I can do it, you know, yeah. that's not a big deal, I'll just, you know, walk out and hold my hand out and, <laughs> and it will be magical and I'll be able to retire next year. And <laughs> you don't realize that it's an actual job and that this woman was actually working a job. But yeah. that aside people don't understand that there's always going to be another element to it. That's true, yeah. Not just, well, where's the money? Now, so if we look at you, yeah. and, and okay, I'm the average Joe who's sitting here going, why? Why would yeah. you pay, <laughs> like, say, for example, why would you pay $200 for a pair of, you know, $1.95 panties? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, it's funny you say that because that's like one of the key. That's like one of the key issues. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's like a massive turn on because, and I know it sounds crazy to like the average person, but it's like, and she would talk about this herself. She'd say, "Well, I bought these panties. And I bought like say three in a packet for a couple of dollars." You know, I'm talking dollars because mm-hmm. it's like America, and and she's saying, "I'm selling them to like two hundred. You know, and that's kind, of, but that's the, that's the humiliation side of it as well. It's kind of your your you know you're being sort of manipulated or taken advantage of. But that's the kind of that's the turn on. You know, it's just kind of it's difficult to explain. I know to people who would probably be listening thinking that's just crazy, but it's like a massive turn on. <laughs> it's like a, it's a massive rush. You know. So again, it's coming back to someone manipulating. You. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's the idea that she only paid. You know. Two dollars or two quid, whatever, yeah. for these panties. Yeah, and I just paid two hundred for them. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're lucky, if you're a lucky guy, she's used them. Yeah, yeah, she was. If you're lucky. Yeah. 
<laughs> Although they don't always, just yeah. letting you know yeah. that also that next part of the humiliation too yeah. is you getting a brand new package of underwear mm. when they send it to you <laughs> and you think you're getting used one. And again, that's okay. I just paid two hundred dollars yeah. for something that isn't even out of the package. Yeah. It's just it's all part and parcel of mm-hmm. the feeling yeah. of being used. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it is like I said, it's like it's like to to someone else, to someone who's not into the fetish, I can understand how they want to understand that. But to someone who's into the fetish, it's like it's such a rush. It's like almost like better than anything else. When you're into financial domination, that actual aspect of it, it's such a rush when you're in that moment, you know. And, and is it a sexual rush? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it must be. And so I used to, I used to also sort of get a rush when she used to email me afterwards and, and sort of laugh about it and say, you know, I paid. How much for these? And now you paid me for them, and they're all dirty and stuff. And that used to kind of turn me on because it's, I don't know, like I said, it's the humiliation as well. And knowing you've mm-hmm. just been sort of ripped off, but it's also something that you want, I guess, at the end of the day as well. So she kind of uses, she knows what you want and what you're into, and then she uses that. So you know, it's, it's kind of all part of the package. It's kind of, um, you know. And she uses it. And most men would say, well, she's using that against you. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what she's <laughs> doing. But there's also men who will say. Oh, well, she was mean. She took my money. She did the, and it's like, no, she did her job. Exactly. That's yeah. her job. Her job is to manipulate you yeah. because that's what you went to her for because she didn't find you. Exactly. You know, it doesn't work that way. I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't have any time for people who say this, you know, it kind of that, oh, you know, it wasn't so, I mean, you know, it's what you want. You don't, like, if, you, if you're into financial domination, you've got a dom. You don't want her to be sort of nice and, do, you know, give you, mm-hmm. give you things for free. That's not, you know, there would be no point to that. So it, that's, exactly. part of, that's part of the relationship. You want her to be mean. You want her to be manipulative and, you know, you, you know, you know but so I, I don't see why guys then complain about it. It's really strange to me. I don't, I don't, you know, unless they just have that. Because they like to play the victim. Yeah. We, like, we all like to play the victim from yeah. time to time. And I think there are some guys out there that like to look at that. And I think for them, that's also a turn on. It's like, oh, look what <laughs> she did to me. But it's, and then yeah. they'll also get turned on by that. So is it safe to say that when you are sending the money, say, let's say it's PayPal, even though none of us use PayPal because it's against the rules. Yeah, no, I don't use PayPal anyway. It, nobody <laughs> uses PayPal anymore. You can't. You just can't. So don't even go yeah, down there. Yeah, I know. But I'm using that yeah. as an example. Yeah. So, say, for example, you just sent her $200 by PayPal for a pair of panties that she's going to send to you. Is it not when you click that button when you get the rush, when you know it's just been sent? Definitely, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And are you or are you not masturbating at that point? Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. I mean, like I said, it is that is the that is the rush. I mean, it, with her, it was very much as well. She sort of used, like you said before, about the teeth element. So say we'd be on cam, or she'd do like an interactive video for me. So it'd be like a ten-minute video, and throughout the video, mm-hmm. she'd be teasing me. Perhaps she'd be wearing the panties, and throughout the video, she'd be saying, "Pay me sort of this amount, and then pay me that amount, and then pay me," you know. So <laughs> go through the video. And you know, you get sort of more and more turned on to the video, and then at the end, she perhaps might let you. You know, orgasm. It depends if you paid her the money, and so it was that kind of build up, and it was like a massive. I, I mean, in say a session like that, I might have spent eight hundred, nine hundred dollars more. You know, in the space of like fifteen minutes, but it was like such a rush. You can't 
you can't really put, you can't really compare it to anything else if you're into that fetish. It's like you know, it's <laughs> you know. It is very similar, and and people don't get this either. It's not. It, it's very similar to a drug high. Yeah, yeah. Because you really do get a rush from it. You really do get a high from it. You do. Yeah. The same way. Now it's obviously not. You're not using chemicals no, in this case, no. but it's you're using the same centers of the brain. Definitely. Yeah. So you're getting dopamine rushes when this goes down. Yeah. So the why does the guy do that for that feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Because it feels really good to do that. It does. <laughs> now I'll talk to another guy and he'll go, I just don't get it. I yeah. don't get why. Now they could be into, they could be, you know, a foot guy or yeah. pantyhose guy yeah. or whatever, but he will look at financial domination and go, I just don't get it. When you guys think about this for a minute, you're all being financially dominated in some way. Yeah. Because if you have a girlfriend and you go out for dinner and you buy her flowers and you're trying to get laid, what do you think that is? It's essentially yeah. the same thing. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like everyone goes, oh, I would never do that. Okay, mm. you've been financially dominated, believe me. Yeah. You think a woman hasn't teased you into something? Of course she has. <laughs> All women do this. Yeah. It's what it's what we do. Definitely, yeah. You know, it's are they sitting there going, yes, I'm going to get 500 bucks out of this sucker? No. <laughs> that isn't the way it works. But that's also the reason why it doesn't work. Because some women will be sitting out there going, okay, wait a minute. If my husband's into this, why the hell can't I just do it? Yeah. Because it won't work because there's no fear. Yeah, I don't, Because yeah. there's a fear element with this. I don't see how it, yeah, it could work in, in those terms in like a relationship, really, on the, yeah, on the same, same Because you don't have that same – I think the best way of putting it is you have a relationship with her already. Yeah. You yeah. already know – what her boundaries are. You know she's not going to be mean to you. Yeah. The chances of her humiliating you are very slim because she loves you. She doesn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's very slim. So it's not like a spouse can really do it because technically a spouse is doing it all day long. Yeah, I guess, yes. Yeah, in, like... in a weird sort of way. Yeah. So it doesn't have the domination effect mm -hmm. that they're – so you want to lose control, and that's what people don't get. That's true. It's like you danger. want your control yeah. taken from you yeah. so that you can't – you have no other way to turn. That's right. That's the basis of every single fetish. Definitely. Use it against me. Yeah. You know, if, if your guy's a leg man and you know, or your guy's an ass man, mm -hmm. tell me that you don't occasionally put on a pair of booty shorts and tease him with your ass. Yeah. It, everyone does it. Yeah. It's just that what these women are doing is they're adding the element of cash in it. Yeah. Definitely. And it can't work with a spouse because there's no fear. Now, everybody goes, why would you want fear? There's that element of getting caught, and I think that's where the congressman yeah. obviously went a little bit too far, because he did. That's true. <laughs> and I, now, understand something, too, you guys. This congressman who did get busted will also, even, even with all the melee and all the crap that went on, and, yep, he's in the limelight, and he was wearing, I don't know, feather duster and something else. I have no idea. <laughs> he will later, once things die down... He will find that whole thing intensely erotic. He will, yeah. The fact that he was caught, the fact that they found out he was giving her money, that he was dressing up, that there were pictures leaked, that's a turn-on. And that's what people don't yeah, understand. That's true. That's the turn-on. It's the fact that the your control was taken away from you. Now, obviously, I'm sure it wasn't what he wanted. No. 
somebody obviously this isn't the way it goes usually you're you're using that as a tease yeah yeah well you know what if what if you know for example you're an online guy yeah. what if i leaked online and made a connection and people found out what you like to do yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's true i mean yeah i mean that that does play an element in it and i mean a lot of doms do use that and it's like kind of mm-hmm. i mean i know some doms do take it to the extreme and there's things like blackmail they do and things like that but the other way it can just be used as a playful way sort of thing to keep the guy in line and keep you know to keep the guy in check <laughs> so i know this information about you you know and i've got these pictures of you that you know all this kind of stuff so it's just kind of it plays on the back of his mind so you know if he thinks about being a bit disobedient <laughs> it can sort of or not making his payments exactly. and i always tell yeah. guys technically even though you want to lose control if you're playing down the dangerous road of blackmail which i think most women shouldn't play first of all blackmail is illegal no matter what well, way yeah you i mean that's just, yeah matter. it is it? some women will go oh i have a contract uh, there isn't a contract <laughs> on this planet that is legal so right. don't, well you can't don't even worry about that you can't consent to a crime no. being committed so yeah, yeah no you can't but people don't understand that but you know whatever <laughs> so yeah like you, 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 even though it's more of a pseudo sort of role play blackmail that yeah. if they're going to play it that like that's fun yeah yeah and because again what that is is it's coming from that element of fear yeah. because what do we love we love halloween yeah. we love <laughs> things like um roller coasters yeah when you're standing in that lineup yeah. and this is i think is the easiest way for me to get it through to someone who doesn't get the fetish okay. when you're standing in the roller coaster lineup and you're going up each step and you know how you're usually in the damn line yeah. for like an hour, right? <laughs> and you're getting closer and closer. And the closer you get, the more anxious you get. Yeah. And now you're in the car. And now the bar comes down. Now you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now the thing moves. <laughs> and now you're anxious even more. And that's exactly yeah. why they like this. It's true. Is from that elements of fear where you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god because there is a very fine line between eroticism yeah, and fear that's true and i think in financial domination itself as well i mean a lot of doms use it because it's very easy i mean especially if guys spend like a lot of money mm-hmm. there's it's very common to get that sort of regret thing we get you know where a few days later or a week later you might think oh my god what have i done oh. sort of thing and then mm-hmm. and so i guess the dom kind of it's useful for for Don to really kind of tie a guy down more and say, you know, but you've got this commitment. She uses yeah. it, yeah, it's leverage. Yeah, yeah. It's leverage. That's what she's doing. Yeah. She's using it as leverage to make sure that he doesn't go crazy. Now, yeah. the reason why everybody gets their brains back, and it's usually right after you orgasm, is because yeah. you're not submissive at that point. Yeah. And then you look at it and go, oh, shit. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting what you said. Yeah, because, that, I mean, that is true. In my, If I'm speaking from personal experience, that moment after you've come, yeah, you, you, you do get that feeling like, oh, my God, I've just Huge spent feeling of yeah, $800 yep. and, like, what <laughs> sort of thing. But then, because, exactly. you know, obviously before that, the build-up, and this is why I respect, like, a lot of really good doms, spin doms, because they can use, they can use the period before that the 15 minutes before that, the tease element, where they don't let you, you know, um, have the orgasm. So they use that and take, you know, the money from you whilst you're in that state. And then, because they know, obviously, the moment you've orgasmed, they're like, oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you, you, Game oh, over. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of really respect that, that element of, you know, doms who can do that really well. And, and also, it ties in a lot with orgasm control, because mm-hmm. a lot of guys, especially in my circumstances, I wasn't allowed to you know, masturbate um, without her permission. So if I wanted to, I'd have to email her and ask her, you know, and that would be granted 
And there, yeah. but there are guys that would go, oh, come on, Paul, you wouldn't masturbate <laughs> without her permission. No, like, I'm sure she wouldn't know if you did. I know, but that's the thing. I mean, I didn't because, I mean, I could have done that easy. I could have just cheated and thought, well, she's not going to know. Yeah. But I thought, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point in doing that? It's just, it kind of defeats the Now object. you've defeated the purpose yeah. of <laughs> devoting your life yeah, to somebody. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just silly. So I guess that that's where the submissive mindset comes in for guys who are submissive and guys who aren't because guys who aren't we just think I'm just going to cheat I'm just going to do it anyway but guys who, you know you make a commitment to a woman there's no point in cheating because it kind of, you know that, that adds up to the submission because you know the longer you're sort of um, you don't have an orgasm the more submissive you become and the more you know e- eager to please you are that's just like that's just how it is that's just <laughs> you know which is the point of chastity yeah yeah I mean that is the whole basis of chastity right there yeah. what you just said definitely Definitely. Control the penis, yeah, control the man. Exactly, and then and then of course it would it would be eroticized again because she would she would tie in the financial domination side to the release. So she would say, okay, so you want to masturbate on this you know date, then you'll pay me you know fifty dollars to masturbate, and if you want to come, you'll pay a come tax of fifty dollars as well. So it's like so then financial mm-hmm. domination becomes part of the release as well. So then which so then again you get off on paying again. <laughs> so it's like it all kind of you know. Um, falls into it. Feeds into yeah, one another. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but then, again, that's incredibly erotic as well, because you're thinking, I'm, ha- I'm having to pay this woman for something that before, you know, I just not even think about. Just do it yeah. on my own. Yeah, exactly. How do I care? <laughs> and you could, in fact, do it right then. Yeah. No one's got a gun to your head. You could do whatever it is you want. Exactly, yeah. But yeah. it's the fact that you're doing it yeah, and, and not even I wouldn't say of your own free will, because it, you kind of aren't, yeah. and that's the fun of it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, so exactly, yeah, and you have to just just the act of paying, like I said, in itself, and having to pay a woman, this woman, to be allowed to come, and you know, it is you get you get kind of that even bigger rush then, you know, rather than just like a normal orgasm, it's kind of it's kind of you know, it's 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 just adds to it, and you know, I, again, I know it's difficult for other people to understand, but it's just it is how it is, you know, and I think that's a big part of it. So the financial domination side does go alongside um, chastity or orgasm control, like a big part of it. I think you know. I think most doms. I think most financial doms would do some sort of orgasm control. I, I, I would. I would think, especially online, you know, to try and mm-hmm. keep a guy, keep a guy in line, basically. <laughs> um, because, like you said, I mean, the moment a guy comes, you do. You you will get guys who will just regret it, and you get. I mean, even with, like long term, you do get. You do get periods where you do regret it after a few days, so, especially if you've lost like a lot of money. You go through a period mm. of days where you think, "Oh my gosh, I'm not doing," you know, "that's just crazy," you know. <laughs> but then, but then uh, you find your way. A few days later, you're back again in the same situation because it's like, like you said, it's like a drug. I guess it's like. Uh, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> it's exactly what it is, and you end up wanting a bigger and better high. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what people need to understand too: is when you start out in financial domination, you don't automatically start out in blackmail. No, no. It's weird. It's yeah. like you need a bigger and better high. Yeah. So they'll start out with throwing a few bucks here and there. Yeah. And then it'll get a little bit more. Yeah. And then a little bit more. And it's not amount of money more. It's more in depth. They want to feel more manipulated. So I want to feel it even deeper. And I want to and, and it's it's that's why it's very similar. Yeah to drugs because you're trying to beat that high and that's when the guys will go oh i really shouldn't do this yeah. blackmail thing but here here's my information yeah. because i want to feel what it's like yeah that's what that is it's yeah. like the next guy going okay well meth was great but let's try cocaine right it's yeah. the same thing definitely definitely um yeah i know and, and yeah like you said with I mean, it doesn't have to be blackmailed to be the ultimate, I guess. I mean, it does, yeah, the stakes, I guess, are raised as it goes along. Because if it just stayed the same throughout, I guess it wouldn't... You can't. You've no. got to ramp it up yeah, somehow. Yeah, 
And then, and a good financial dom knows how to do that. She knows all the different stages, and she knows how to manipulate and what yeah. to look for. And no, it's not pick up the phone and go hundred <laughs> bucks, please. Exactly. I mean, that's so. That's, that's hit and miss. That's so, I mean, yeah. the girls are going. I don't get it. No one's giving me money, and it's oh, like, well, no kidding. No. They're not going to give you. Like, why would someone do that? Like I said, you could go down and it's you know crazy. see the homeless doing that. Like, why would I bother? Yeah. They're not getting that you need that tie-in yeah, of eroticism you do and like you said i mean yeah like you said it doesn't it doesn't start at that big moment it doesn't start at the mm-hmm. top it, it starts gradually and like you said that's why i respect a lot of like especially the best like financial dons because there's a lot of you know they're very sort of intelligent and there's a lot that goes into it a lot of thought goes into it and a lot of, a lot of experience as well there's a lot of psychology even though they don't they don't necessarily know that's what they're doing yeah that is what they're doing. They're kind of using certain techniques without realizing that that's what they're doing. But there is psychology. In that's it. definitely true. I mean, like, I mean, when I first started out with her, she actually, you know, when we first got it, like, sort of, it wasn't a contract, but it's like sort of an agreement and like a buyout, mm-hmm. buyout clause and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't want to. And she, you know, she, she kind of wanted to know about me, sort of my personal life, what, and sort of turn ons, turn offs. So she kind of wanted to know as much as she could about what kind of what I was into, what I wasn't into. So she, so obviously then, you know, later days she could then use that, you know, which is fine. It's, you know, she wants to find out what the turn-ons were and then she mm-hmm. can use that for her own advantage, which is, you know, which is what all kind of financial dom should do really, you know, just find out what the guys, find out what the guys are actually into and then see if you can try and push that to some degree, I guess. Um, That's true. The only thing I disagree with with slave contracts and things like that yeah. is I think the dom's being lazy. Okay, Again, okay. Yeah, I, 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 only I because, well, I can send out a form and you can fill this out. Well, isn't it more fun to have it teased out of you? That's true. That's true. To yeah. have that information teased from you as opposed to, and I was probably going to be fin doms everywhere ready to kill me. <laughs> they're like, God, now we're going to have to work for it. Uh, but, it's, <laughs> but it's true. Rather than yeah. just here, fill this form out. Yeah. Why it's more fun, I, like yeah, cause have, now you're building that connection, yeah. and I think you need that connection with your dog. Yeah, I, I think I think from her point of view, it was a case of kind of finding out the turn offs, and th- which I think is kind of important. Or if there's things you're really against, oh, yeah, yeah sure. I think that was more to do with that in the in the beginning. So she knew like not to, you know, obviously because some people might be really so not into one thing at all. So then Absolutely. you know, so which could be then a massive turn off if the don starts doing this, like you know, and you think okay. <laughs> So I guess, yeah, exactly. I guess that's important in a way. Try and just try and find out what makes a guy tick. Mm-hmm. I guess in that sense. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, it's true what you say about it kind of being a kind of a gradual teasing out of sort of getting you know. So as more time goes on, you'll get to know more, more deeper and deeper about this guy. So yeah, that's part of fun too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if you're using cam and in, and you're one of the if you're a cam model and you're doing say like exactly what happened to you yeah. with okay look I'm wearing these panties. Yeah. Do you want to see what's underneath the panties? then I guess you're going to have to tell me where you work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Exactly. It's the same thing. You can, it's all the same thing. So instead of 50 bucks, yeah. you get the info. That, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of, I have seen a lot of kind of online doms do that sort of thing with blackmail. And I, and I can see the attraction of it. You know, I can see, I can see why a lot of guys would definitely go in for that. Because, you know, um, it's, it's a massive loss of control. And it's also mm-hmm. used in like the tease element as well, which is like such a, which is such a, like an important part, I guess. In, in in the fetish, you know, um, because it's about weakening the guy's, you know, making the guy do what he wouldn't normally do, I guess, in, in the kind of, you know, <laughs> in the day-to-day life. If he's, yeah, I guess it's about pushing boundaries and making a guy, because I could sit here now or I could sit here like in a, a few days after I'd, I'd had this experience and I could say, this is, this is just crazy. Why did I do that? You kind of have a certain sense of, 
perspective on it and but then that sort of goes then that kind of then gradually dissipates oh it does yeah it's going to come in waves because it's it's, you never stay i know there are people who go oh you know i'm 100 percent submissive i would question that right down to the bone because no one is 100 percent dominant or 100 percent submissive that's true yeah yeah. We all are on a sliding scale. Yeah. Definitely. So those who are insist they're incredibly submissive, I can give you many instances where you wouldn't be. Yeah. The same goes for incredibly dominant people. The same thing. It don't say that you would never submit because you'd be surprised at how many times yeah. you submit <laughs> through the day. So in one form or another. I'm not saying sexually. Yeah, I guess. I guess but yeah, they, they're probably thinking. You can't. So, yeah. So you're going to have moments where... You're like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. Uh, look at, or you know, your credit card bill comes in. Exactly. I spent <laughs> what? You know, yeah. like, and and you will have moments of regret, but that goes away does, yeah. when the submission starts coming back in. Exactly, play. Yeah. exactly. And that's what people, like I said, people don't have trouble probably understanding that. But yeah, sure, you do have you do have those moments where you know, they say, you know, they say the call live day, don't they? Where you have those moments where you think, oh my gosh, you know, I spent this much money. And you kind of panic about it, especially if it's a lot. But then that kind of lasts like a few days at the most, and especially if you've got like daily contact with the mistress, which is what I had really. It was like daily, it was almost daily contact emails or whatever, you know. So it was like, it was like massive, it was like a massive part of my life, you know. And so this woman's like in, you know, private life. It wasn't as if it was like every few weeks or whatever. So there was time for it to sort of dissipate a bit. It was just kind of, it was constant. So you might have those feelings for a few days where you think, oh, this is crazy. Um, you know, I can't be. I did that, but then you just be drawn back into it again. You know, like a day later, mm-hmm. so we just, and then you just start the circle again. So, yeah, <laughs> that's very, very true. So, what do you like? Are you still into financial domination? Do you still serve? Um, I'm not actually serving. This is the thing. It's, it's difficult, really, because once you go through that experience of serving like a woman for like three or four years, it's it's difficult then to kind of get into. You know, do you know what I mean? To find it's not like a find a replacement. <laughs> that sounds awful. Exactly, it would have yeah. to be a whole new relationship. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's exactly. interesting to me because some guys get very, very addicted to it because they would just jump to another dom. There are men who serve like three and four and five doms yeah, at a time, I which I think know, is foolish. But again, I think you're you're oh. cheating yourself in the long run of that. Exactly, um, yeah. Of that relationship that it's you not, have. It's not, it's, not, it's not the same thing when guys do that. It's not. Uh, it's just really difficult to explain. But it's not the same. You don't have the same sort of emotional investment or anything like that. Which if you're just serving like one dom one week, then another dom, then just it's just like it's just like you're know. cheating yourself. Yeah. You really are cheating yourself of a very very um, amazing submissive experience by doing what I call dom hopping, where yeah. you're just going from dom to dom to dom to dom. And, and it's just, you cheat yourself so much and when you do that. It's, it's because it's because it's such a big, it's, it, you know, it encapsulates everything really. So if you serve one dom, it, you know, like I said, it incorporates like orgasm control. It, you know, it becomes like this massive thing where it's just, it builds and builds and builds. And it becomes like a massive part of your life and sexuality as well. So if you're just, if you just randomly go into one dom and another dom for one week, it's just like it just doesn't you don't get anything out of that I don't think you get anything out of that at all really maybe just like a cheap thrill for like a few minutes and that's it you don't get that sort of build up and you don't get that sort of danger aspect you don't get the idea of oh god I've spent this much money on this you know it's like it's no build up it's no you know it's just I don't see how that's fulfilling really um, mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in that in that way I mean I know guys do do it but um, so the guys who are addicted are wondering how the hell are you sitting there not wanting to do this again. Well, no. Does, don't you have the craving to do it? No, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm not addicted to it. I guess I am still, and I and I have since I've stopped serving you. I have 
you know, gone through experiences of buying videos of, you know, and those sorts of things and talking to, you know, so I've done that sort of thing, but I haven't actually served, I haven't actually just, you know, sat down and served another woman as such, but... We haven't found one. I guess. You haven't found a Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true, but I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess the the the, um, the feeling, the financial domination side hasn't really gone away, and in fact, if anything, it's kind of increased, because... After all that time, if I thought about what I was like before, say back six, seven years ago, where I wasn't into fetish at all, um, to what I am now, it's because going through that experience of serving this woman and being financially dominated and having that sort of relationship, it kind of makes it very then difficult to just kind of let that go then and just kind of mm-hmm. have it like a normal, in quote, normal uh, sexual life, whatever, you know? It's kind of strange. It's kind of, you can't just go back to just having a vanilla life, I guess, and just say, even in terms of, like, masturbating or whatever, it, it just feels weird not to be sort of controlled in some way, which, again, sounds strange mm-hmm. to some people, but, you know, it's, it's kind of, so, yeah, in some ways, it's kind of, I wouldn't say I was sort of, because I, I wasn't serving this woman, I wouldn't say I was somehow not in not into the thing, I've got over it now, I'm kind of just, you know, I was, it's just, you know, it's, it's the kind of the same as it always was. Um, uh, yeah, and I do find that, I find it very much still sort of embedded in, in your psyche, I guess, that that kind of, that kind of need to be that controlled. This is what you want, yeah, 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 and you need to feel that. So do you continue even now trying to find someone? Yeah, I guess Yeah, I guess I do, yeah. When, when mm-hmm. time allows it, I, I do kind of go, and I go through phases of it, you know, I go through phases of sort of looking and trying to get into it. And like I said, buying, I might buy the odd videos of certain doms and they can try and check them out, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go, you know, I wouldn't go into like some guys, oh, I'm going to serve this woman and serve this woman. And it's just crazy it's just but i'd rather yeah i guess it's looking for someone to serve i mean even in terms of just like sexuality in terms like i said masturbation it just feels weird not mm-hmm. now to sort of do that and not happen to be paying some sort of comes something which sounds crazy to some people but it, it just feels no feel I, I, yeah because it leaves you lost yeah. as a submissive it kind of leaves you lost yeah exactly because you're like okay wait a minute i'm used to being controlled yeah. but yeah. You know, now I'm not being controlled and I don't really know what to do. And yeah, yeah unless you're submissive or have been in that submissive, sexually submissive state of mind, mm. you're not going to understand that at no, all. No, exactly. And it just, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's fun. So it doesn't feel, because it's not, especially when, you, when you've been used to this one thing and you've been used to this training and it's kind of living this certain life and having that control, get, you know, to then suddenly have... Your, your in quote freedom given to you, it's just it's mm-hmm. just kind of you, yeah you are kind of lost I guess so I can see I can definitely see how like you said some guys like a drug and they have to the addiction side of it because it is like a massive I don't know it's difficult really in terms of the fetish, fetish uh, in terms of all different fetishes I don't know whether it's kind of the ultimate fetish in one sense because it, it I mean. In terms of money as power, so it's it's, a, it's it's about giving like a massive part of control to someone else in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like a key thing in terms of you can have like a fetish where you're being beaten or whipped. Guys are into corporal punishment, and you can feel that pain for a few days afterwards. But with something like mm-hmm. financial domination, I think it's more sort of long-reaching, and I think that's that's what a lot of guys kind of enjoy. I guess in that sense, maybe the submissive enjoys it to the extent it's the ultimate, you know, and, and um, if that makes sense, I don't know if that makes sense. It's kind of No, it does, yeah. because when you think about giving up control, which is what all of this is, yeah. it's, it's always going to be a power exchange yeah. in some way, shape or form when it comes to fetish and BDSM. Yeah. So when you think about that, what are the two ultimate things that you can give up? Your body. So I'm thinking... To me, medical domination is huge. Yeah. 
because you're lying on a table and hoping someone knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that's, again, for, you know, for some people would be like, what the <laughs> hell would you do that for? Again, it, you got to think. It's like an ultimate rush. Yeah, exactly. So that and, like you said, your money. Yeah. Your body and your money. Yeah. And the third, I would say, would be mind, which is the big draw for hypnosis. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Okay. I'm losing control. She's reprogramming my brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very true. And, and like I said, I mean, a, and a good dom and a financial dom can also incorporate those things as well. So the, oh, the, yeah. Especially the psychology side of it. And you feel like, you know, the kind of, re, I don't know, reprogramming is the right word, but that sort of, you know, to try and get mm-hmm. move you to one state to another, which, you know, it's kind of like a real powerful thing. And again, it's like a massive loss of control. But I think, I think the money side as well, I think, that's where like a lot of confusion comes into it with the financial domination side because you'll get people on the outside who will say this is terrible how dare these women do this they're like ruining lives and all this kind of stuff and i just think well it's a lot of the time especially with financial domination it's kind of what the guys you know it's kind of what the guys want to some degree not all of them what needs to be put out there is these women don't hunt the guys yeah exactly yeah there's no way to hunt for a financial domination addict. It's impossible. It can't be done. Therefore, the only thing you can do is put out your open sign and expect someone to come through (laughs) your door. So I'm like, get this through your head. I know. They're not hunting men. (laughs) So they're not doing anything wrong. These guys are all going to the women. I know, exactly. I know that's what kind of, it it does annoy me. You see a lot online thinking how evil these women are. He had to have hunted her down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and, I mean, a lot of women will play up on that. So they'll play up on the fact that I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to do this to you. Because again, that's kind of what these guys want a lot Mm -hmm. lot of the time. It's their ultimate. If you think of it as like the ultimate, the fantasy, where can it go? It it keeps going up and up and up and up. What's what's the logical end point? (laughs) How far can I push this? Yeah. And there are men who have dreams of ruination. Yeah. They have dreams of living in a cardboard box and having to start over. Exactly. Which to you and I would go, are you insane? <laughs> You've also got to look at when that's your thing, yeah. you're going to want to go to the most extreme that you can. I mean, that, it's just... Yeah, I know there are guys... It's far. There are guys who have actually done that, and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the guys who have done that and then started up over again when they can. So, you know... That's, oh, that's, oh, yeah. That's like, this becomes a cycle where, yeah... yeah They'll declare bankruptcy, start over, declare bankruptcy, start over, I know. which obviously is not good on the system because uh, we don't want to keep doing it. But, but as a whole, this is what this is sort of their their thing. This yeah. is, these are the extremes, obviously. These are the yeah, extreme yeah, financial yeah. addicts. But I mean, uh, even like as, I mean, I've never been in that position myself, so I've never got to the point where I was literally bankrupt or in debt, whatever that. But um, even like as a financial sub, the the I guess the idea of it, so the fancy of it, that is a turn on in some strange mm-hmm. way you know because it is like you said it's the ultimate it's, it's, it's the point where it keeps going up and up. i mean it can only keep going up and up for a certain amount other, you know so that's the logical end point i guess in those it, you know when you've got a guy who wants that i guess but mm-hmm. i mean yeah i mean i can see the appeal appeal in it you know i don't i don't look at those guys and think you're well maybe <laughs> i don't know I, I i don't look at them and think you're insane or anything like that i can see where that's coming from i mean would i do it myself you know i don't know i don't, I don't think so but i can certainly see the appeal of it you know and, and, mm-hmm. and from the woman's point of view if, if she's got guys who are prepared to do that and asking her to do it then she, you know sure you know i don't i don't blame the women for doing that so Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would you know it's like and oh you know. but a lot of people do that's the problem mm. <laughs> so what would you what if you had some final words that you really wanted to get out there to let everybody know about this fetish what would it be 
Well, I mean, the thing is, like I said, it's difficult because I don't want to be coming across as this is sort of, this is the, this is how a financial sub relationship works and all that kind of thing. Because I know it is it's like a myriad of ways. No, and it's yeah, individual. Yeah. It's very and It's very much different subs in different doms do different things. So that's fine. But um, I guess, like I said, it's very difficult to explain it to a guy who's not into it or a woman who's not into it. But I guess it's the ultimate power play. It's the ultimate act of submission, of control. Um, especially when it's incorporated in all the other fetishes as well, like a guy, you know, I mean, we talked about him in the interview, um, different things incorporated, so it can be such a big thing. It can be such, you know, a life-changing event. Um, it can be, like I said, it's just the ultimate power, I think, the ultimate loss of power, loss of control, and it's the ultimate rush. And uh, and when you're actually in the moment and you're actually being financially dominated by a mistress, um, that moment is the rush you get from that is to a financial dom, a financial slave, I mean, it's it's kind of the ultimate. I can't really, um, it's, it's really kind of it's it's almost it's just such an intense feeling. It's like a, like I said, a, r- a rush, a drugs rush, um, almost better than sex. I would say, probably actually, maybe better than sex in some circumstances. So that's how that's how powerful it is. That's how powerful the draw is in terms of financial domination. What a sub feels when he's being financially dominated it's kind of just kind of um the ultimate i guess <laughs> uh mm-hmm. but like i said yeah it is difficult i know it's difficult for people listening who aren't into the fetish you'd be thinking i don't get that um i wasn't a financial you know subbed you know 10 years ago or whatever it was you know so <laughs> i guess maybe i, I would have felt perhaps that's in a way i'd looked at it and not really understood it or i'd looked at the fetish and thought that's crazy these guys are crazy doing this but um you know now I guess I wouldn't have this. Don't judge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't judge because you don't know where you're going to end up. Exactly. Like you, you don't know where you could end up. Exactly. I mean, I don't, and I don't really regret. I mean, I don't look back and regret that time, right? Like, you know, I've kind of. I mean, I don't know how much money I've actually spent. So I don't think. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea, really, to sit down and try and think how much money. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's kind of. Uh, I don't regret. I don't no. regret any of that time. I think it was like an amazing experience, especially serving when you're serving this one woman, and you kind mm-hmm. of think of the joy that she got from it as well. You know, and, and you were you were doing for her and serving her, and she's able to buy lots of nice things, and you know, kind of makes you feel good as well yourself. So it's kind of all these different things, and it's kind of yeah, I, I don't regret it at all, really. But it's it's, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like I said, it's the ultimate, really, in, in terms of the experience of submission. In I, I would say, from my perspective, anyway, it's kind of just that's from my perspective. You know, I don't. You know, I know other people would probably disagree, but oh, well, but that's okay, yeah. and that's what everybody needs to realize again is that it's okay. Um, financial domination everyone who does it is as individual as all the fetishes themselves Mm, yeah and that's a wonderful thing is the fact that we are all different and we all enjoy different things and if as long as you're not spending my money you can do whatever the hell you (laughs) want to do i'm perfectly happy with exactly i know the following is the second part of my chat with paul We were discussing how cuckolding plays a role in financial domination and how easy it is to end up being cuckolded without you even realizing it. Plus, a whole bunch of other financial domination issues. So here is part two of my chat with Paul, a financial slave. Because you make some very good, valid points, and I think more so from the standpoint of you almost don't realize what you're doing until you're already doing it, and then you go, hmm, I'm kind of being cuckolded. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's right, yeah. But I don't think that, maybe that doesn't come across enough in, in, you know, in financial domination, perhaps. People don't associate it, maybe, with cuckolding so much. I don't know. Um, well, I think cuckolding is becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah. And I think the ladies are now using it in such a way that, 
they can use it as leverage. Yeah, yeah. Right? So if, if for example, you're submissive and, and you enjoy the idea of cuckolding, then, you know, why wouldn't I turn around and go, oh, well, guess what? The money that you just sent me is going to be used for lingerie and I'm going to be fucking this guy and or my husband or whoever it happens to be. Yeah. And... You get the thrill of knowing that you provided for that. That's true. And that, for some guys, is a really big turn-on. Yeah, it is. I mean, it wasn't, like I said, it's not immediately in the beginning. You don't really think of it like that. But then, yeah, mm -hmm. it sort of comes gradually, you kind of think, yeah. <laughs> so I think, mo I think most doms do have, like, a partner. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes they are sort of involved, in the, even if it's just in the background, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think a lot of doms do sort of refer to that and sort of be, you know, this is this is what I'm doing sort of thing. So I think, yeah, it does, I mean, it, it does seem quite prevalent with financial domination, but I think people think of cuckolding um, just in the actual real time with mm -hmm. the husband, you know, and the kind of, you know, and the wife. Maybe they don't think of it in terms of online as well. It can work, as, you know, in financial domination. So uh, you found that with your mistress, yeah. you sort of, fell into all of this. In other words, you didn't actually sit down and go, you know, I'm really into cuckolding no. and financial <laughs> domination. It's more that you were into female domination. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then went to her. Yeah. And this slowly evolved over, a, you know, obviously a yeah. number of years. Yeah, definitely. I would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't just like a master plan at the beginning. I, I didn't come into it with any sort of preconceived ideas and this is definitely what I wanted, you know? It was it's mm -hmm. sort of a gradual thing and it's kind of, I think it's better in that way, really. It kind of unfolds more and you get into different things that, that you weren't thinking of in the beginning, maybe you weren't, you know? Um, you well, and like we said before, it, it takes away from it if you don't have the connection with one person. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have that same connection at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, the mistress I was serving, she had a sort of long-term partner, so it kind of worked in that way. And, um, yeah, she would, she would definitely make references to it. You know, the money, you know, you paid me, I'm going to go out, you know, I'm just going away for the weekend and I'm going to stay in this hotel and you're paying for it and you're paying for our meal, and, you know. <laughs> and, the, and, the, so. and you see that a lot online. You will see that a lot on Twitter where the girls are actually taking photographs or on Instagram. Yeah. Photographs of them going out for dinner and going, okay, who's paying? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, yeah. I mean, she did do that. She took pictures of herself when she's out. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but like you said, a lot of girls do do that. And it's very, it's so, it seems to be very popular now, especially with things like Twitter. It's instant, you know. It's like I'm out now. Who's going to pay for this? You know. <laughs> but it's, mm -hmm. but it's like I suppose with my mistress, it was more sort of, is more sort of, this is the money you, you know, you give me, and this is kind of what it's gone to, sort of thing. After the fact, she wasn't sort of on Twitter and things like that anyway. But um, yeah, so it worked like that. And um, yeah, and also you say the lingerie. She did do that as well. You know, she made me sort of pick out lingerie, and then she would to buy her, you know, like nice lingerie that stuff she wouldn't sell that she, then she was going to wear with her partner, you know, so it's kind of, and you kind of do feel that kind of, it's, yeah, the cuckolding aspect of it, kind of a bit humiliated as well, but kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, a mixture of emo you know, emotions, really. Well, and doesn't it give you a bit of a fly-on-the-wall sort of feel in the sense of, you know, if, if she took a picture of herself in the outfit, yeah. now you're like, wow, yeah. I, it's almost like being there. It is, definitely, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely an aspect to it. I mean, one time, this can sound silly now as well, but this wasn't, I mean, it's not like a lot, you know, big amount of money, but she would sometimes ask me to, you know, do a bank transfer just for like a few dollars for some contraceptives that she was going to use. So it's, it's almost like you're going to pay for these that I'm going to be using later, which sounds like a small thing, but it's like, 
it's kind of like a, you know, it's emotionally and it's kind of like a big thing, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> which like, like I said, it sounds probably sounds silly to some people, but. And, and that, again, is it's got to be very, very erotic yeah. to know that you are paying for her to get laid in a sense. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And also, again, we haven't mentioned this before, but it kind of it, it goes into a lot with submission and the you know the female uh, the male manhood, you know, and kind of making light um, light of that, and you know the size of the guy's uh, <laughs> penis. So it's like mm-hmm. that sort of that seems to be as well. That seems to be like a big part of financial domination as well, because it's about the guy being obviously not good enough to please this mm-hmm. woman physically, and so that's played on I think a lot. And so the only way he could please her, I guess, is through money and, you know, and kind of, and, and you know, contributing to her life in that way because, you know, that, that sort of thing. So, again, it's the humiliation side of, you know, the aspect of it, I think. Well, so that even if you were to, in fact, get a chance to be with her sexually, yeah. you wouldn't be able to fulfill her anyways no. because your penis is too small. That's right. So you are getting that small penis humiliation yeah, out yeah, of it as well. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. What is it like for you to go shopping on Amazon? Um yeah, it's like a really it's yeah, it's, it's kind of exciting really. It's kind of you feel like you do get a kind of thrill and you feel like, you know, you you're you're making her happy in a way. Well you are making her happy, you know, buying the things that she wants. Yeah, and you do and sometimes like you look at a wish list and you kinda of look at all the items you've bought and you think, gosh, that's kind of a lot. But in a way, yeah, it's just it's kind of like a it's kind of a mixture of things. It makes you happy. It's kind of it's like a thrill as well, you know. It's kind of I guess it's like being you know if you're shopping with her in real time, you know, and buying her the outfits and buying her the things. So, um, but it's online. But yeah, it's, it's great really. <laughs> so, is it something that you find erotic doing? Is it yeah. is it or is it more like I feel like Santa Claus? It's kind of a mixture of both actually. It's kind of a mixture of kind of making her happy. Yeah, getting what she wants. And also, yeah, it is kind of erotic when you're actually buying the items, especially if it's something, it, it depends. If it's something like specifically, if it's like lingerie or shoes or something kind of perfume, it's kind of more erotic than if it's something like, um, which I, you know, just like day-to-day items, you know, or electronics mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know. So there is a kind of a difference there. Where mm-hmm. I guess it's items for her then to use, you know, like you said, with her partner, going back to Cuckolding again, perhaps. So it's maybe that. But yeah, it's kind of a mixture of both, really. It's kind of. And you hear it, like we were discussing before, about guys who get into ruination and want to know what it's like yeah. to be completely ruined and to be taken to bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Because I'm going to assume that it, when you're really playing deep. Yeah. And you're really into it with a mistress. You are really into giving her as much as you can. Yeah. You sacrifice for that, definitely, do you know? Definitely, yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely part of it. I mean, it's just, you know, it's kind of like, it's a strange kind of mindset to get into. But if you think before and then after, when you're serving and how you were before, I mean, you get to the point where you're literally working. Say it's a job even you don't like. It's kind of a stressful job. You're doing it week in, week out. And then you're thinking, well, you know, most of this wage I'm getting is actually going to her at the end of the day. So it's not even like you're, so it's that self-sacrifice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess, um, so there is like a big, big part of you 
it is a big self-sacrifice. And, um, yeah, and it's kind of a whole different mindset. We have to just change the whole outlook, basically, and you're working for this woman. You know, there's no... Whereas before, you might have been working and saving money for whatever, that you know, to spend on yourself. Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like I said, it's difficult for other people on the outside to probably understand that, and thinking, why would you why would you be sacrificing most of your paycheck to this woman who you're never going to meet, or, you know? or so Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah. That, I, that would be the first thing that... I would think of if I didn't understand this yeah. was, you know, why, why, why are you doing this? Why, if you don't like the job that you're doing for her. So in other words, say, for example, I've heard of guys who have gone second jobs. Yeah, yeah. And they're working at McDonald's and yeah. asking, which like fries with that? Just, and that entire paycheck goes strictly to their mistress. Yeah, yeah. What do you get out of that? Yes, yeah, like you said, it's, it's difficult for people to understand, I guess. Um, yeah, it is. It, I don't know, really. It's just kind of... Is it the submissive slavery sort of feel? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And it's kind of like... Uh, it's also, as well, the loss of control because ordinarily you'd be working, you'd be saving this money, you'd be putting it into your bank account for whatever reason, you'd be, you know, having... But instead of that, you're kind of just getting getting by on the basics, yeah? You're getting by on the basics mm-hmm. each one. And, and the money, you're thinking, oh, I could be... I don't know, if you think about the money you're actually spending each week on this woman that's going straight out of your account into hers and you haven't even had a chance to spend it, you know, yourself, that is kind of like an erotic thing. It's just kind of like, it's kind of like a massive submission in a way and um, mm-hmm. sacrifice, yeah, and you kind of, and, and yeah, and I guess, so I guess, yeah, part of it is kind of the humiliation side as well, like you're working this job you hate and <laughs> basically just to provide for this woman who, like I said... Who you will probably never no, exactly. meet. exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly, I know. So do, have you ever gone without something? Like I've heard guys going, okay, well, now I can't go out for lunch anymore and I can't because they're I'm literally trying to scrimp and save every time. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely I've done that. Like it, That became sort of the regular thing, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what would you go without? Um, lots of things, really. The things you used to do before, like say, I don't know, you, you kind of, you don't, I don't know, just you cut back on things like there's considered luxuries, I guess, you know, like going out and drinking and, Gym membership, yeah, exactly. maybe if you're a exactly. if you're a gym rat. Yeah, yeah. taking taxis, places. Um, even, even people I know like sold their cars and started getting the bus and walk. You know that sort of thing. It's like just like it's almost like streamlining your life to such a degree that you're not. Sort of so now you just said people that you've you've talked to. Do, do you know other financial dominant? What do you consider yourself? Are you because there's so many yeah names for them. Yeah. Are you a money slave? Are you a Financial domination addict, or um, what do you consider yourself? Uh, like I said, it's difficult. It's difficult really to put a, a label on it. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I guess a money slave. Uh, um, I, there's lots of names on it. Pay pigs, all these sorts mm-hmm. of things. I guess maybe all of those things in some sort of way. Yeah. I, and so, if someone says that to you, you don't take that as a derogatory. No, word. no, I don't take it as a derogatory. No, at all. No. Does it turn you on to hear it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what I was going to say was, it sounds as though you have like friends that are also into this. You do have friends that are in no, financial no. domination, or no? No, I can't. So this, nobody knows about. This. Nobody at all. I can't. It's not something you can talk about with your friends really at all. Because they did. They just think you're crazy, probably. You know, they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> so it's not something. And I, I, you know, I see that a lot. I think. And yet, so many men do this. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I think it's more online. Like guys might talk to each other online. 
you know, kind of, oh, you're into this too. That's, that's, you know, but I don't think... So have you talked to people online that are also into it? Not really. I kind of, it's just, it's just stuff picked up really from when, when you read about the subjects, like right. blogs and stuff like that. It's kind of, you read other people's experiences or comments on it and you think, okay, you know, you kind of see there are other people into it as well, which kind of, in a way, makes you feel better. But mm-hmm. in, in other ways... I'm, you don't feel crazy. No, exactly. No, I don't, no, I don't feel crazy. No. Or at least I'm not the only crazy bugger out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there are lots of people. Like I said, lots of people have gone far further than, you know, than I have, um, I guess. So, I mean, it's just degrees, isn't it? There are people who just kind of dip their toe in the water and just... Mm-hmm. Time, and there are time, and there are people who kind of just go straight to the edge and then do it all over again. So it's like it's kind of extremes, I guess. And then everybody in between, yeah, because there yeah. are so many different. It, it, it's just, and I don't think people get that yeah. when you say, "Oh, I'm into feet," or yeah. "I'm into whatever." Yeah. Each one of those kinks, each one of those fetishes, yeah. is so multifaceted yeah. that even if you were to get a group of guys together, all of them saying that they're financial addicts. Yeah they would all be completely different in what turns them on, in how they play the game, That's true. in what they enjoy, yeah. which is why, although rinsing and, and some of the new Instadoms leave a bad taste in my mouth, yeah. there's still a market for it. Yeah. So you, you can't damn them for it as long as somebody's paying. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I mean, I do that. I kind of look at look at some sort of Insta, like say Instadoms, and I kind of think, well, who would, who would kind of be into that and who would be attracted to that? But, I get, you know, it takes all, you know, every, different guys and want different things and you know so it's kind of all you know if they're getting exactly if they're getting guys to serve them that's you know that's fine but that's all that matters yeah. it, right then you've now you got your business and there you go you're you're off to the races but i think it's just not something i would enjoy no. doing i think i think like i said everyone has a different kink and everyone has a different aspect into it like a different fetish involved even involved in financial domination they have different things that turn them on and that led them into it and different even different mistresses like for me like a younger like a younger instadon wouldn't do anything for me you know it's like kind of I would prefer like an older woman like a more someone with more experience you know so it's just different things different different people sure yeah is. different things like different people <laughs> exactly it's like some some of the guys like the bratty cheerleader yeah. really ripe you know yeah. early 20s but then there's the guys that really enjoy the ones who are more mature who you know tend to be into more mind fuckery exactly, and yeah. that's, 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 you know, it's yeah. every yeah exactly there's a taste for everyone and then it's not to say anything is right or wrong yeah. or there is a right or wrong way to do this no. it's just me being uppity and that's <laughs> that's fine but like I said we all have different tastes and we all mm-hmm. different things but and that's the beauty of it yeah. that's why I some girls will go oh well I see that what I want to do has already been done. Yeah. No, it hasn't, because it hasn't been done by you. Exactly. I know, yeah, that's true. It's, 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 I mean, it's a strange thing. You get so many doms who kind of do this similar thing as well, but they all have different followings. They all, because different guys gravitate towards different girls for different reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I guess for the older doms as well, I find it's more sort of, they have, it's not just experience, but they know more about the scene and the fetish, so it's not just, mm-hmm. and, you know, and like you say, it's like mind, mind control more and all this kind of stuff, whereas the younger doms don't seem to be, it just seems to be about, like you said, Instagram. They can't be bothered. No. It, it, it's Because <laughs> if you think about it, those who are in their early 20s yeah. are from an Insta world. Yeah, yeah. So they're not going to have the patience. They're just going to be like, no, just give me my money, bitch. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Exactly. So you can kind of see it. I mean, hello, look yeah. at Tinder and Grinder, And, yeah. you know, you want to hook up. You just flip through your screen and go, <laughs> okay, I picked this one. It's kind of weird. If I you know, think it is. About it. <laughs> so you can't blame them when that's what they've, yeah. that's what they're yeah. used to. 
but I, I wouldn't mind so much if they actually kind of knew knew more about the fetish. So and and not. Yeah. So what are some of your biggest beefs? Because I think the girls need to learn some of uh, this. It's like what is what are some of the things that well, bug you when you're out there trolling around looking for? Well, them? I guess like I said, I'm not in no way saying all instagrams are like this and you know, Johnny, no. that's not true. But I, no. but in terms of like. Um, I don't know, it's just like a kind of, just some basic knowledge of the actual fetish and female domination would help rather than just, you know, I mean, and, and things like that, rather than just, like you say, it's just a case of demanding money or demanding gifts and it's kind of just like, it's, I don't know, it's just uh, some sort of insight. You to, want more. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it's all, yeah. it's even stuff like, like psychology and stuff like that, it all takes time, I think, to kind of learn about mm-hmm. this stuff, you know, it's not something you can just do overnight and just be you know successful mistress forever i don't think and there is this school of thought which again leans more towards your instadoms and your rinsers is why should i have to learn all that Mm. piss on you (laughs) right because they're really because you got to think there is there is that school of thought where why should i even be bothered learning all that just give me my money bitch you see what i mean about how it doesn't make it bad it's just a different way of thinking yeah but then I guess we can't really blame because that I mean there are guys who are the same. There are guys who do, who have like no idea of the fetish at all, and you know, and they're just kind of, oh, they're, oh yeah, <laughs> they're, they're just like uh, I'm, I'm, oh, the stories Dom's could tell exactly. my friend. <laughs> and it's just like I'm a money pig, and you think, well, no, you're not. I mean, you haven't, you know, you don't have no. a clue. <laughs> it's just like it's just oh, I'm submissive. It's just kind of they don't have a clue either. Yeah. So it's just like that. Maybe they're like maybe they're suited to each other. You know, it's like. <laughs> It's the submissive with the laundry list of everything he wants yeah. and how he wants it done. <laughs> yeah, you kind yeah. of go, okay, you're kind of missing the point of submission, oh, but oh. that's okay. Or you get guys who like say they're like financial saves but never actually pay anything ever. You know, it's just they just want yep. a free chat all the time. Or you know, it's a, it's for them. It's more living in the fantasy of doing it because they don't have the nads to do it. Exactly. Which again, because people don't get that it takes balls to be submissive yeah. in. Any genre of fetish or BDSM, yeah. it takes balls to be submissive. And people go, oh, that's ridiculous. It's like it's completely mm. opposite to being submissive. And it's like, no. <laughs> they go through a lot voluntarily. Yeah. Yes, they enjoy it. But you can't take away from the fact that it, there's a lot of stuff that they will endure. And that yeah. takes balls. And other guys will go, what, you crazy? <laughs> Right, like there's no way I'm going to put myself up for that. I know, and you know, so you got to kind of as much as these guys hate and they hate it when I do, and most submissives hate it when I go. You guys are awesome. They're like, no, we're not. We don't want to yeah. be. <laughs> like, no, but you don't get it. You guys are really awesome. And it's like, no, uh, we're not. That's funny. That's, yeah, that kind of amuses me because it's like, yeah, it is. It's true. They want to be like, no, we don't want to be told the great. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to hear that I'm great. I want to hear that I'm a piece of crap. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, but you don't get it <laughs> oh god but yeah I can, so I can see you know those guys would just be so annoying if you're like a dom and you got like hundreds of these guys you know like one you mm-hmm. know saying that every week so I can understand why some people get to go really short with it and just like I can't be bothered with it you know with this but I mean it's like, it is it is worth it's worth the rewards you know it's worth you know taking a bit of time and kind of getting into the fetish and reading about it you know to, to and rather than just being like an instant thing I'm you know that's just my opinion anyway I think I think it's kind of well, and one of the girls, actually, one of the girls that's been asking me questions, um, and I think this is another good question that she brought up, which is, should I be answering all my emails? Mm. See, and now you're going back into, well, that depends on, is your persona that of being just an uppity bitch? Yeah. 
The other thing is you shouldn't, as a as a fin dom, try not to go too far from your own personality. Yeah. Because it's a hard thing to hold on to. If you want to just be insta-bitch all the time, mm-hmm. that's very draining. Yeah. So if you're not that way, it doesn't mean you're not dominant. It's true. Yeah, I mean... So don't think that. But I, I said no. I think to me, if you're out there to create a business yeah. and this is what you're going to do, then to not answer emails is stupid and shooting yourself in the foot. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, but I get her point because again, she's back at that. Well, no, I'm an uppity bitch, so I don't, I, I shouldn't, because this is what yeah. she's learning. She's learning <laughs> online, and she's learning yeah. from people who have probably been doing this for such a long time. And you can't really jump into it. It takes a while to find your niche mm. and sort of go, okay, this is where I feel comfortable working. Yeah, and I think with her, you know, I, I that's why it's like if you're gonna consider this a business and not just a because there's a lot of girls that just do this for fun yeah. or they quit um for paying extra bills or whatever yeah, it's yeah. and it's not really a business and i get that yeah. that's that's fine do whatever you want you don't have to answer yeah. your emails but if you're going to do this full time yeah and you want to make this a business first of all it's not going to happen right away oh. and second of all these people are your clients. They may email you the most retarded question you've ever heard, and you want to take a fork and yeah. shove it in your eyes. But they're still a client or a possible client that could lead mm. to money. I mean, I think so. To yeah. me, it seems stupid. What, what would you think as a financial slave if you emailed a mistress and she just didn't bother with you? Do you think that's hot? No, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a really good point, actually, because I can kind of see both sides. Like, if, she, yeah. if she's getting advice from, like, these doms who are experienced, then obviously they've got to a certain level where they don't need to deal with sort of just... Right. What they've got. Exactly but if she's, if she's starting out, then obviously she's going to have to be a bit more kind of user-friendly. But mm-hmm. um, at the same time as well, I can see how that would be annoying if she's got constantly guys... And guys do do this. They email, and it's just... They have no real intention of serving, but it's just kind of... It's just a fantasy, and they just want free chat. So I'd say, yeah, answer emails, but be very sort of direct and not get into too many, too much detail and just say, this is what you do, and answer their questions, but don't get into any sort of detailed talk that you think maybe they're getting getting off on that, you know? But they, oh, yeah, you got to be yeah, careful so with I, emails. I think, Don't get them yeah, off for free. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you just have to be, yeah, you're right. You just have to kind of pick and choose and, and choose your words wisely. Yeah, in yeah. other words, yeah, answer direct questions. In other words, are you into yeah. this or are you into this? That's yeah. fine. Just be polite. Just be polite about it, but not, but don't, yeah, don't get into anything. If they're saying, well, what will you do to me? Will you do this to me? And just say, you no, know, you're not going there. You know, just like, yeah. that, you know, you kind of know that. I'm sorry. You'll have to find that out by, yeah. you know, booking a session or calling me or whatever it is you happen to be doing. But to answer, yeah, to answer your question, I mean, if I was just emailing a dom straight off and she just kind of, just was kind of just really kind of off the band, I mean, I probably wouldn't bother, you know, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> you know? So see, and obviously, no, and, and this is just my point. Paul here, you have someone who has served financially for years. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of what the girls do wrong is I want to go for the throat. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to rip open the jugular and I'm going to bleed them dry. Yeah. And that can be a really big mistake. Definitely. Because you're shooting yourself in the foot again. Why are you, you know, it's like the instant demand of, you know, give me $500. Yeah, no, that's just crazy business. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. Why would, first of all, he's not going to give it to you right off the bat if he doesn't know you. But second off, even if they start a relationship with one, 
and it starts going good, they jump. Yeah. And that's a, that's a complaint I get from guys is that is, as soon as it starts going along fine, mm. they screw it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because they start demanding more and more yeah. and more. And it's like, okay, isn't it better to have a slow bleed yeah. for five years exactly. than a one-off yeah. for 500 bucks? That's, that's think of it over time. Yeah, that's what you're saying is I can't sort of disagree with that in any way. It's kind of, yeah, the slow, it's called, yeah, the slow burn. It's kind of rather than just going for everything at once, kind of, yeah, if you want to increase it, yeah, but do it gradually over time, you know? So mm-hmm. you get, and, and you get more out of the guy that way rather than just kind of all in all at once, just kind of the big thing. Over the long term. Yeah. And again, I think it's coming more from that instant mentality. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have the ones that want their money and go. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to have the ones that are like, you know, no, I, I would rather see this long term yeah. because I'm in this for the long haul. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with my mistress, again, there was no sort of set pattern to it. There were sort of peaks in no. it where she would sort of demand. She might demand like a lot one time, one week, and then like a month, you know, and then not so much the next week and the week after, you know. So it's kind of, you know, at the end of the day, if you've got a relationship with a guy and it's been going for a long time, you know, you call the shots and you can like, you know, do what you want. And if you've got him as a long-term slave, he's going to, you know, he's going to fuck do anything yeah, for you. follow your yeah. orders. But if you're just saying that from the off... <laughs> And give me five hundred dollars, and this guy doesn't even really know her. It's like it's not going to happen that way. It's just not going to happen. You know? Or if it does, if it does, understand he's not coming back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that I think it's more important. You're not looking at it again. If you're in it as an insta, yeah. And you want to just one off this for the summer. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Definitely go for the jugular. Grab what you can and run. Yeah. But if you're doing this as a business, yeah. you need to listen to your customers. Yeah. And yes, yeah. I realize that's hard for Dom's mm. to grasp because they because again now you're thinking, well, he's not a customer; he's a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's a bitch. I'm not. I'm not arguing. Yeah. But if you want him to come back, yeah. And you want this to be a business, you got to keep him feeding from your hands. Exactly. So, yeah, I know, like I said, a lot of times probably do make that mistake initially, and it's the ones who are starting out, you know? And like I said, if, if, someone, if someone's very high profile, they can afford to just do that, but they don't really need, you know, they get to a stage where they have so many guys they might be serving, they don't really need to take any, any more people. So it's like, or they've been around for so long yeah. that they've, they've reached a client base yeah. of even the guys who drift in and drift out are still drifting in and drifting out, even if it's every six yeah. months. yeah. You get enough guys, and you've been on the circuit long enough, mm. and we're talking years and years here. Yeah. Then, yeah, you can afford to now go a little bit bitchier yeah. if you want to, right? and just be really picky and choosy. But right out of the gate, yeah. no, no. <laughs> definitely not. And like you said no. as well, it's, it's it's difficult as well because different guys in financial domination, you know, they don't all want the same thing. You know, they mm-hmm. all have different levels, and you know, and I guess yeah. you know, good Don will push those let push those boundaries to because you know, obviously mm-hmm. she wants to. You know, it's no, I mean, it's no. It's a it's a dance, yeah. and it's a very difficult dance to learn. Yeah. I will give you that because yeah. that really is what it's like. It's like you're kind of at the beginning, walking on eggshells. Yeah, yeah. And I know, like I said, there's women out there that go, no, that isn't the way it should be. It should be them coming to me, and it's like yes and no because. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta also look at it as a service. Yeah, definitely. If you're gonna make a living at it, yeah, you want them coming back. They're not gonna come back if you sink your fangs in. I know some guys are gonna be going, "Oh, that's so nice." Yeah. <laughs> if you sink your fangs in and suck them dry. Yeah. 
Well, not not initially, anyway. No, the, but there's mm-hmm. obviously some guys that want, who you know obviously want that eventually. Or, not, or I don't know. I think maybe even even those cases. I think they probably didn't start off that way. I think even those extreme cases, they probably start out much smaller and then sort of built up with a certain dom over time. I think. Sure does. Yeah. I think that's kind of the main. One. Well, look yeah. what happened to you. You are a classic example of someone who didn't source out financial domination. No. You sourced out domination. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it just sort of led into that direction because let's look at it logically there are some guys out there who also resent the fact that women are asking for money yeah. even though they're saying they're money slaves they yeah. get really pissy about it. no they do they get very angry about it and they're like well why is she demanding money you know i can serve her in other ways mm-hmm. all right if you're online and it's a long distance relationship you are nowhere near her can you go over and scrub her floors no yeah. Can you go and do her laundry? No. Mm. <laughs> so it's only logical that if you are online and you are playing the game with doms, it's going to be a financial servitude, yeah. not, you know, anything else, because you you can't. Now, you can specify and go, okay, I'm going to send you the money for a maid this week. Mm. Yeah. If that's what you, <laughs> yeah. you want to do, go right ahead. Yeah, definitely. You can get that specific. It's just to get pissy mm. because a dom's going, well, I want money. It's just weird. It's yeah. stupid because how else are you going to serve I know. Her? It's like, what, yeah, what, what, good, what good can you be to her realistically, you know? What, what mm. are you going to do? Except, you, know. you know, there's guys that are like, well, I want to be a sissy maid. Well, you can't do that over the phone. Yeah. Or through tech, and you can't, yeah, and you can't expect her to do it, to do it for free either. It's just, it's just ridiculous. No. Why, why would she do it for free? You know, it's, 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 exactly. it's just crazy. But they don't think about. It. They think, you know, I don't know. It's just really. Well, there's what it is is they're thinking very selfishly, yeah. which it, you're going to because you're in it for your own king. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. So yeah, they're going to be a bit selfish, which is why I don't jump on them when they when they first come out and they're asking a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Unless they go nuts yeah. and won't stop asking questions, <laughs> now there's an issue. But if someone writes me and has some questions about, you know, what do I do? What are you into? Da 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 da. I don't mind those questions. No. That's fine. Yeah. You go right ahead and ask those questions because I'm going to be asking you some too. Yeah. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. But it's when they, they go a little bit crazy and start asking all these questions that you're like, okay, no, now we got to shut it down because they'll push the envelope. Mm, yeah. And there, I think, there are some subs who think they're subs and they're not. Well, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, definitely online you see that a lot, you know, and, and or people get nasty if they don't get what they want, you know, it's just kind of, yes. it's just like, what? And then they attack the dog yeah, exactly, and yeah. crazy, and it's just, it's so counterproductive. You, you, you see that on Twitter, don't you, just horrible comments, and oh, you think, some awful. guy's just been, like, obviously turned down by some dom, and he's like, oh, you bitch, nice guy, and just saying, well, this yeah. is really disrespectful. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, because if you were truly submissive, you wouldn't take that stance. Exactly, I know. It's just really, it's just... Now, I'm not saying some of these women, this is why I have an issue with female supremacy. Yeah. Um, I used to be. Yeah. I'm not now. Okay. Because there's many women out there that if I were to turn the reins over to them, I would scream and run. Yeah. <laughs> because honestly, a lot of them don't deserve that respect. And I get that. Yeah. Yeah. But until you're disrespected as a submissive, until you're brutally disrespected yeah. in a way that isn't sexually satisfying. Yeah then you give respect to everybody. Exactly. Every female yeah. until she's you figure out she's an idiot. Yeah. And doesn't deserve it. <laughs> 
That's true. Because uh, no, there are women. I don't care. There are doms out there that don't deserve respect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Although I, I wouldn't. That's just human yeah, nature. It's yeah. Not all going to be perfect. Yeah. They're not all going to be. They're not even all going to be dominant. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't I don't know? Doesn't a lot of female supremacy as well kind of involve this kind of, the kind of sexuality side, whereas kind of it's like guys are stupid enough to do this, whereas. I don't know, you know, you say you wouldn't get women doing that, serving a guy financially and stuff like that. So I think maybe that's, I've heard that. But we know that's not true. Well, in some cases. Because case, there are female exactly, yeah, there are. financial subs. Yeah. That's, that's completely honest. There are female financial subs. There's not a lot. No, no. But to say that a woman isn't financially submissive, of course she can exactly, be financially yeah. submissive. Exactly. That's, yeah. Ridiculous. It's kind, of, that's, it's kind of painting everything in black and white, isn't it? Saying that all you know, women is all women, that, and I don't really agree with that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the ra- obviously the ratio is a lot larger. It's mainly sort of a, a male sort of fetish. Well, the idea is that women are superior in in every way, genetically, everything, every way. Now, there's a lot of there's a lot of that that I do believe. Yeah. But for me to say that every female is better than every male, yeah. I can't do it. No. I can't do it. No. I, mean, I disagree with that. I, I've always found it interesting, though, how it's like kind of especially like that side of financial domination. I mean, you, you take it in terms of real time. You were saying, you know, before about guys are financially dominated and they don't realize it, in real, you know, in like normal life. Mm-hmm. And I thought the idea of like, say, I mean, what about sort of strip clubs and, you know, adult clubs? I mean, this is like mm-hmm. kind of not the same thing, but it's kind of like men, you know, going into a place, spending hundreds of dollars, not touching the women, just being sort of, and, and yep. you don't usually get that the other way around. You don't get women going into bars and paying guys hundreds of dollars to take their clothes off. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of... Yes and no. Have you ever seen women in a, in a strip joint? Uh, <laughs> I haven't funny. actually. I, I know there are, I know there are male <laughs> strippers, but not in the same context of throwing money at them. You know, it's just kind of like... Oh, know. no, it is. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Like, it's unreal. It's just weird, because like I said, over here, I mean, where I'm in the UK... It's kind of like in almost in every city you've got strip clubs, but they're just they're just for men, you know. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't I can't recall any sort of major ones that for women really. Um, yeah, they're you know, they're definitely more prevalent over here, especially. It's a wonder. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, no, I don't think they are as prevalent. But I mean, I don't know the numbers involved, like in terms of how many actual strippers then then actually do do financial domination to some degree. You know, you you, you kind of think it would be you know not merely miles apart. You know, it's doing that in real life and doing that online to some degree. But I don't know. You know? Well, I had a client who used to go into a rub and tug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he started teaching her how to do it. Oh God. Because he said, because this here's, and he said she's just this little cute little thing, yeah. and very sweet, and and would never <laughs> think. And he goes, okay, do you ever have men that act this way? And she said, well, yeah. And he goes, okay, those are the ones that you can start playing with. Yeah. And I want you to start. And he started teaching her how to do it. That's great. And he'd go back in. He'd get free rub and tugs, oh, I might add. And, and she would be like, okay, what's this week's lesson? Because in the meantime, she's making money hand over oh, fist because she's screwing with the submissives <laughs> that are going in there just uh, for a straight up rub and tug. Jeez. I mean, I, so I, yeah, I thought that was cute. I do. I think, I think that's great, actually. <laughs> He's like, I felt really good because he's submissive. So he's like, I felt really, really good because yeah. I got her to make some extra money that way. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing. It, because it's not as well known, really, financial domination, I guess. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women who aren't really aware of it. And they're probably thinking, well, they could, you know, if they're, if they're in that line of in- industry anyway, you know. They could probably mm-hmm. make, like you said, that woman, that girl, didn't really, she's probably getting submissive guys in to see her, but she didn't really pick up. She it. didn't know. No. She didn't have a clue. No. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's great, really. 
yeah. it's a great story. So what do you do now that you have no one to serve? Uh, exactly. That's a kind of it's a good question. You kind of just... It's hard. It is hard. Because it leaves the person in limbo. Exactly, yeah. And you kind of, and you kind of, you know, you check out different DOMs. You might buy, you know, videos from time to time and kind of just, and do, but you can't, because, I don't know, but it's not the same sort of thing. You're kind of looking for something that's kind of replicated that earlier experience, but you might not find that, you know? It's kind of, mm-hmm. but you've still got those sort of submissive tendencies. You've still, because of doing that for three odd years, you've got those, it's almost like being trained into a certain mindset where it's difficult mm-hmm. to sort of break out of that. So you kind of, you, you, you're wanting to sort of continue that and to feed that, but it's difficult, you know, if you're not so, if you're not a guy who just jumps from dom to dom to dom to dom, you know, <laughs> you're, kind of, mm-hmm. you're kind of looking for something else, so yeah, it is difficult, I can, and um, I guess, I don't know whether the actual financial domination itself is addictive, guys think that's more addictive than other, I don't know whether that's the case, but um, it, it is, I, you know, personally speaking, I can only speak for myself, it is, it is quite addictive, yeah, it's, it's a difficult habit, I suppose. <laughs> And that's really what it is, is it, it's a habit. Yeah, yeah. And you have to break the habit. Definitely, yeah. Because obviously we don't have any kind of, you know, intoxicating substance that we need to break you free from. No, no. It's just simply the habit of wanting to do it. Mm. So you have to do a bit of but, uh, yeah, but I, I, I guess if the guy it. wants that, though, as well, you know, there are guys who kind of think, I've got to change my life, I've got to do this. But there are other guys who kind of like being submissive and like being financially dominated, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's true as well you get guys from both sides you get guys you know I want to like completely sort of get away from that and change my life there are other guys who kind of just seek it out and think well I'm happy doing this this is kind of who I am you know that's and that's really the way you should be if you're going to do this to to do something with regret there is no point in doing it so don't ever regret what you do because there is no point no and I don't you just completely negated the fun you exactly. just Exactly, I know. And, and I don't think a true financial save would do that anyway, because even if you spend like a lot you know, a lot of money and you can look back at it and think, Oh my god, I've spent like tens of thousands of pounds on this fetish like but even you know, if it's like a true financial save, even then he'll think rather than regretting it and thinking, Oh my god, this is terrible, he'll probably get turned on by that and think Oh absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of Absolutely. But then you do have that regret. Yeah. Season. Exactly. And, and it happens from time to time. Yeah. It's just don't let it take over. Yeah. And ruin what you just did because really there is no difference between men who are enjoying financial domination and men who are enjoying golf and I yeah. realize people go old oh, that's really <laughs> trivializing it. It's not no. really. No, it's not. What's the difference? No. Golf costs money. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of money. Yeah. As long as you can keep it in a, within a budget. Mm. Now the problem is they can't. Yeah, okay, yeah. And that's where the addiction comes in. Yeah. Where you go, Okay, I'm only gonna spend three hundred on her this week and then you end up spending six. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the addiction comes from. Yeah. And that's really what you have to do is you have to back out. Mm. And that's not an easy thing to do. I know. And I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think if, if people are wired that way anyway, I don't think it's, you know, like I said, you'll get guys who actually want that. And if, you, and you have to replace it yeah, with something. Yeah, definitely. And But like I said, it is, it's even even just in terms of normal sort of sexuality, you know, it's kind of difficult. I mm-hmm. you before about Orgasming, orgasming or masturbating you know it's kind of like without paying for it it's kind of strange, sounds strange but it's kind of not as fulfilling in some way you know because you're mm-hmm. not being controlled so I think a lot of guys doing financial domination will find that you know if they, if they stop doing it it'd be like sort of oh this is strange you know it's kind of you know <laughs> how they work yeah because now all of a sudden I have no one telling me what to do yeah. it's the, it's it's sort of like 
the same thing that happens to people who are in jail for long periods of time if they go to prison for years and years and years. When you let them out, what freaks them out the most Mm. is that their lives aren't regimented anymore. Yeah. And they don't know how to function. Yeah. And that's similar to the way you leave a sub Mm. when you just kind of dump them and leave them hanging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't know how to function because now all of a sudden I can't get myself off on my own. Yeah, definitely. I'm used to someone telling me what to do, how to do it, what to do it to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it can be very, very difficult to break. You get, yeah, I mean, they say, yeah, guys like come out of prison, they go near the end of going back into prison because they can't really cope on the outside. Because (laughs) they can't cope on the outside because when you're used to being regimented and told what to do at what time. Yeah. It's difficult to break. Exactly, and I think it's, that's, that's the thing to get over, really. When it's like a long-term relationship like that, it is a relationship. It's kind of like you're speaking to that person every day, you know, or most days, you know. You've got tasks maybe to do, and everything is basically controlled financial, financially, um, personalized. So it's kind of, so then it is a big deal to then um, not have that stru- structure mm-hmm. in your life or control, you know. Even if, like you said, you can have your freedom. You can say, well, I'm free now. I'm not. So under contract, this woman, I can kind of do what I want. But it's kind of just like, well, you're not really happy to doing that, really. You know, it's kind of, mm-hmm. you can tell yourself you are, but you're not. It's kind of not, you don't get that same fulfillment. I think that's, a lot of guys will feel that if they are submissive, you know, and they've served a, a woman, to then go back to not have that. It's kind of, it's kind of like a hollowness, I guess. It's not the same, you know. So what are your plans? What are you going to do now? I mean, I know you've been kind of trolling around for a while, but what do you do? Uh, exactly, I know. I, I kind of I do talk to some women, but nothing like serious. Um, you know, still online. Um, as and why is that? Is that simply because you don't feel a connection with them? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I think because you're always trying to compare it to something else. Maybe I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a strange thing. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, I still talk to certain women and, and you know even women who sell items and things like that who aren't doms you know it kind of mm-hmm. that, I'm, so I'm still sort of interested in that and i just find the whole um you know subject fascinating in itself like you know domination or this kind of thing so i'm sort of in that in that scene anyway so sort of, you know i like kind of keeping up to date with stuff because it's just like i'm in, i'm interested in it it's kind of what i'm into you know it's mm-hmm. not sort of something that i can just turn off i guess but i mean yeah i mean sexually of course it's kind of it is different, you know, you kind of... Well, you miss the daily guidance, because like you said, you're used to hearing from her on a daily basis, and now you have nothing. Yeah, yeah. But can't you find that connection? You haven't been able to find someone you want to serve on a regular basis? Yeah, that's the thing. Probably not not especially. and especially. Or is it that you're not looking? Well, I have... To, I mean, it's to, certain, to a certain extent, it's that, and uh, you know, I don't know, another extent, it's kind of stuff in personal life, you know, when stuff's busy, you know, it's life's been pretty busy the last six months, so it, that kind of takes mm-hmm. over as well, so if you've got other distractions as well, in you know, in your personal life, it's kind of so, but yeah, it is difficult, I mean, it's strange because there's so many sort of mistresses and doms out there, it's literally just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, but it's kind of, that doesn't, it's nec- overwhelming. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing, you know, because it can, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of confusing, even kind of, you know, <laughs> whereas I guess going back a few years, it wasn't it wasn't that situation, you know. It was kind of select no. a few doms, and but I mean even stuff like I mean I used to just I mean sometimes put up sort of um, you know chat lines, but it'd be sort of domination chat lines just just to get that sort of financial domination aspect there, you know, which sound, mm-hmm. might sound strange, you know, kind of just to fill that void perhaps sometimes, you know, right? Because it's like kind of pain by the minute to talk to someone, you know. So it's kind of that aspect to it. So you're always kind of looking for that maybe 
to get off, I guess, in a way. But yeah, and you, like I said, you miss serving, you miss like buying things, gifts, all that kind of stuff. It's all, it's all kind of, it's all, <laughs> it's all related. It's all, you know, you kind of miss the whole package really when you when you're not serving. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, good luck to you in finding someone you know fabulous that you can finally serve on a regular basis Thanks. again. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. I mean, I see stuff, you know, you see stuff on Twitter and it's like, you know, a certain subs and looks really exciting. You think, oh, this is really great. You know, you, you kind of see what you're missing in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was like one guy on there who was, I won't say who it is, like a quite a famous dom. And she's like got this guy to basically open up a credit card for her. So she's spending money and he's sort of like, oh, this is going to be great. This is, you know, so <laughs> maybe logging into his bank account every day and see what she's spending. I can see in a way how, you know, that'd be great. And obviously that's someone who's added like a like a, a big connection with this woman for like a few years. You know to get that trust. You know because oh you do it's all, you it's do all something it's like that. Yeah. being built up and built up and built up to the point you know where you can do that sort of thing and trust each other, trust that she's not going to just disappear. You know that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool when you get those sort of real good connections. You know don't lose them, gentlemen. There, that's your piece of advice from Paul. Is yeah. don't lose them. <laughs> Action. Exactly, and if you mess up with a dom like that, anyway, chances are you're not going to get a second chance. You know, <laughs> if she finds out you've been, you know, messing her around or whatever. So if you find like a good dom, then surf. <laughs> if she's good, she's busy. And the other thing I tell everybody is there's a reason why. Because a lot of guys will complain to me. Well, I keep seeing the same names. Yeah. There's a reason <laughs> why you keep seeing the same names. Yeah. It's because they're good exactly. and they're reliable. They're not the types that jump up, pretend to be a dom for six months and run away again. Exactly. There's a reason why you see them. Yeah. So use them. That's what they're there. Well, use them. That's <laughs> no. what sounds really bad. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Although so- Contact them. No, but seriously, yeah. people go, oh, well, it's the same same thing. Same. <laughs> yes. That's why. Because they're good at what they do. Yeah. So go and see them. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, Paul. I have to really, you know, I really appreciate your giving your point of view. Like I said, everybody tends to jump on the doms yeah. more than they do on the subs. And I think it's great that you were kind enough and open enough to be able to sit down and let everybody know what it's like on the other side. So I thank you very much for being with us. Thanks. I mean, I, and I always thought, I mean, I always enjoy listening to um, Dom's um, perspectives as well. So then I thought, you know, it's great for the other way around, like you said, to listen to the subs point of view, you know, for, for a change. So, you betcha. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. So thank you very, very much. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Sue. <laughs> Bye. And that was the extent of my two chats with Paul. I appreciate him talking to me and helping us to further delve into the mind of the financial slave. It was very brave of him to share his feelings, so thank you, Paul. And thank you to you, my listener, for continuing to support In Bed with Dr. Sue. Remember, if you enjoyed this show, let me know in the comments section on InBedWithDrSue.com. If you're interested in finding out more on financial domination, all you have to do is look at the bottom of the show page and you'll see some links there for some other shows that I've done on the subject, as well as a link to my articles on financial domination as well. Be sure to read my latest article for Cuckold Corner in Kinky Magazine at kinkymagazine.com. And of course, hit up the com for my latest hypnosis recordings and articles on kink and fetish. Until next time, try to play nice together.